Hey guys, and welcome to Tourism Marketing Mastery. This is episode number six, and just to play with your mind, we are on myth number five of our myth series, which is what are the marketing myths that are out there that are holding you back? What are the myths that held me back? And hopefully I can save you guys a little bit of time and, uh, and just work you past some of these myths that held me back for way too long. So what's today's myth? Today's myth is myth number five. My business is different and marketing just doesn't apply to me. Hey, my name is Eric Hatterscheidt, and I'm part of a group of independent tourism operators that you've probably never heard of. We deliver experiences that are beyond a photo shoot. When they're not, we're actually have to change our guests' lives. But because we don't have unlimited budgets like the big brands, we have to think differently. We have to be clever with our marketing. We need to reach our audiences to make the impact, but we also need to be profitable right from the start. Unfortunately, traditional education is about 20 years behind and they aren't teaching us what we need to know. So we've decided to take matters into our own hands. We're sharing marketing tactics that work today because we are experienced masters and what we do matters. All right, let's get into it. So the myth today is my business is different. Well. I can tell you that I definitely thought this for a while. I graduated university with a marketing degree. I attempted to apply traditional marketing to my uh, my business. If you guys are just tuning in, uh, my family runs a wilderness resort, and I was a, I was attempting to try to market this business using what I'd learned in school, and I was falling flat on my face. I was sucking at it. I was terrible at it. I was supposed to be a marketing ninja and in reality I was a marketing slug I don't know I'm giving terrible analogies I I sucked at it I was terrible I was like the white belt of marketing and I was just getting my ass kicked Um, so what did I do well I stopped learning from people that didn't know what they were talking about and I went to some actual marketing ninjas some guys that were running businesses that were successful I asked them what they were doing. They pointed me in the right direction for resources, and I started relearning marketing. So, what did that mean for me at the resort? Well, I spent about eight months trying to market this resort using traditional marketing tactics. I was throwing out the wind, our money out the window like crazy. I went through. Well, we were a really small resort, so I, I mean, we went through thousands of dollars. I wouldn't say tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands. We went through tens of thousands or sorry, thousands of dollars in that first few months with me trying different marketing stuff and it just not going anywhere. Like we were trying, I was trying signs, I was trying magazines, I was trying I was trying I I was trying stuff on social media. I'm not going to say social media doesn't work. I just didn't know how to use it because I mean, universities, they don't know how to use it. Um <laughs> They use it in the traditional sense that you'd use a sign, like, oh, just put a picture out there and hopefully people will see it and they'll stop in. Well, it's a little bit more strategic than that and I didn't know that at the time. So I'm trying these things and they're not working and I thought to myself, I genuinely thought this, I thought, well, we're a wilderness resort. We're not like a business, like a typical business in town or in the city that has people around. So. I don't have the opportunities that those businesses have. I don't have the ability to put a sign on the sidewalk and people just walk in. I don't have the ability to go to networking events and tell people about what I do. I don't have the ability to 
come up with a great elevator pitch and go and go into buildings and pitch CEOs on my idea. I don't, I don't have the the ability to put together a radio ad even because there's like, I'm, well, maybe I did, I don't know. But I like, I didn't think, okay, there's not one town that I'm targeting here. Like our demographic is the world. We're drawing guests in from wherever. Um, so I, I legitimately thought, you know what? This is a wilderness resort and marketing just does not apply to this business. Like the only thing that we can do, I thought, was we can just make this business better and if we make the business better, then people will talk about it and then they'll come. Now, I have nothing against word of mouth marketing. I have since had the phenomenal opportunity of working with thousands of business owners and what's interesting is I'll often ask those business owners, okay, what is working for you in your marketing right now? Like what's the best marketing um, that, that is bringing people in the door? And the number one response that I get from business owners is word of mouth. Now, if I hear that, that is music to my ears. That's phenomenal because that tells me that you are doing a great job. That tells me that we have something that is marketable. However, word of mouth marketing in itself is not a strategy. I can't go to my team and be like, ah, uh, you know what, guys, the bookings are a little low this month. Um, I need to uh, I need to ramp things up. Let's just uh, let's ramp up the word of mouth this month so that we can bring uh, some additional revenues in the door. I can't do that. It's not a strategy. It's hope. It's I'm hoping that people are talking about me. Now, if I get a little bit deeper into it, there are a few things that I can do to to expand word of mouth, to leverage word of mouth. I'll be continuing to talk about those in future episodes of this podcast. But for now, we're focusing on me thinking that my business is not marketable. So, or at least thinking that the only way to market my business was through word of mouth. And so I thought, well, if we just work on this business, if we make it better, if we make the, the, the cabins, if we build them better, we go through renovations, if we, um, we attempt to provide a better service for the guests, they're gonna talk about it and, and that'll increase the business. Now, I'm not saying that it won't, because you should do those things. Those are things that you should be focusing on. However, that is not a marketing strategy. What I had to learn was that if you are a business that interacts with people, as in if people phone in to you and have a conversation about the thing that you're selling, whether that is a unit for rent or a tour that you're providing or uh, an experience that you are giving to them, that means that there's psychology involved. That means that their brain is running to have that conversation with you. Now, here's what I've learned since the days of me trying to implement the marketing I learned from university, is that if there's psychology involved, if someone's brain is running to have an interaction with you, then there is a form of marketing out there specifically that's been tested over and over again that's a form of marketing that will work for you because marketing plays into those those psychological trends plays into psychological if I could talk today plays into those psychological um, triggers where if you understand how to flip those switches you understand what needs to happen in order for somebody to say yes to you and your product and your service and I want you to do it ethically I don't want you to manipulate anybody um, for something that's going to be negative for them I don't want you to lie 
because you don't have to. If you're doing this right, you should ethically be able to provide a product or a service, be proud of what you're providing, and do a good job of showcasing that to the world. And just understanding the structure, the way that you put that together, that's actually gonna properly educate someone and show them why why it's a good idea to actually get them to, or why it's a good idea for them to, to take their vacation with you, to have that experience with you. So what I'm driving at is that <laughs> I, I was trying all these forms of marketing that were traditional forms of marketing. They weren't working for me. And I thought marketing, I genuinely thought marketing didn't work for my business until I discovered that there is this whole other form of marketing out there that plays into direct response, plays into systems, marketing, automations, um, how you use marketing automation to actually leverage what I had. And I, I learned that marketing absolutely applies to our business. Marketing, not only did it, it increase our profits, it gave us a lot more opportunity in terms of lifestyle, in terms of what our options were with the business, in terms of the time we were able to take off, in terms of um, what that business was able to provide for us. All that was delivered to us, well, I shouldn't say all. A lot of that was delivered to us through marketing. Now, a good chunk of that was delivered to us through just hard work that was put in over the years. But I think a massive amount of opportunity in that business was built on knowing and understanding how to reliably and sustainably automate marketing systems, put them in place and have a, a regular flow of leads, having a, an understanding of how to turn on the tap and have those leads come in and not have to rely on OTA. So not having to rely on, on things like TripAdvisor or Booking.com or um, VRBO or any of those other platforms out there. We don't rely on any of those and we we know how to drive consistent bookings to the point where we can book full for a season um, pretty comfortably and we don't have to give away profits to anybody else, which is, is great. Um, the other amazing thing is is that there's a system for building that where it's possible to actually book full and not, not have a massive marketing budget. Um, we could technically, I think we could do that without any marketing budget. Um, the only reason that we continue to drive a marketing budget is because we see that as an investment. And if you haven't listened to the podcast, I believe um, it might even be the last podcast where I talk about um, not being able to afford marketing, there comes a point where you'll see marketing make sense because it's an investment where we actually, we make more money by putting money into marketing than we do by not putting money into marketing. Um, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the last episode, which is I can't afford marketing. But what we've learned is that there's no such thing as a business that marketing doesn't apply to. Um, I, I've had the opportunity of work, work, working with um, businesses in hundreds of different industries, and it's not uncommon for me to hear that from other business owners saying, oh, you know what? Yeah, marketing applies to your business, but it doesn't apply to mine. And I'm like, that's bullshit. If you are talking with people, there's a form of marketing out there that applies for you. So your job is twofold. Your job is to find the kind of marketing that applies to you. Um, and part of that is just saying, what else, what are other people in my industry doing right now? What is, what are like, let me see who's doing this around the world, who's doing a really great job of it, and what are they doing? So find the type of marketing that applies to you. 
And then uh, the second part of that is is start like start modeling it, start applying it, um, and ask yourself the question: How am I going to get this to apply to me the best way? So how am I going to use this marketing for myself? Don't just dismiss it. The other reality is that there's a lot of marketing from different industries that you can look at, and those are sometimes those are the best ideas for your industry because no one in your industry is doing them. Um, there's an awesome story about uh, kind of where the concept of drive-throughs came from. So if I give you the the, the term drive-through, what, what most people think of are they think of drive-throughs with the fast food industry. So um, you're thinking of like, all right, well I pull up, I give my order at the window, and then I go and the food's ready, and it's awesome because I get my burger and fries or whatever, right? Now, I always thought that the fast food like concept of drive-through, sorry, the concept of drive-through was invented by the fast food industry. Turns out that fast food drive-throughs were not invented by the fast food industry. Fast like drive-throughs, that whole concept, where that came from was there was a guy that was running a fast food franchise and he was invited by a friend of his that was a banker to a banking conference. And for whatever reason, I guess maybe he was bored out of his mind that day, he decided to go to this banking conference. No offense to people that are super into banking, but he decided to go to this conference. And at this conference, they were talking about this new concept that they had, which was drive-through ATMs. And he thought to himself, I wonder if we could apply that to the fast food industry. What would that look like? How would we implement that? Because that would actually drive them to produce food faster than they ever had before. And he asked himself the question, how could we apply the drive-through to the fast food industry? He was one of the first guys to do it. And that concept has blown into, I mean, you can't find a fast food joint today that doesn't have a drive-through because it's a phenomenal idea for that industry, but it was borrowed from another industry. So sometimes what you can do is you can look at other industries and say, hey, what's working really well for them? And how would I apply that to my industry? How would I make that work? So I want you to wipe the myth from your head that marketing doesn't apply to you. That's BS. I can promise you that marketing will apply to your business. I would challenge anybody to give me an industry where they can tell me that marketing doesn't apply. It applies. We'll find a way to make it apply. And if you're listening to this podcast, that means that you're in tourism, you're operating a tour company or a resort or some kind of destination, a ranch or a retreat or an island or whatever. Um, I can promise you that there's a form of marketing out there that applies to you. So go search it out and then ask yourself, ask yourself, even looking at other industries, how could I make those forms of marketing apply to me? All right. Uh, I hope you guys got something out of this episode. Um, if you did, go ahead, leave me a review just so I know where you're at. Hopefully you're learning a thing or two. Um, or just even let me know what it is that you'd like to learn. Um, if you're leaving that in the reviews, I'm reading those reviews. Um, and so that'll give me an indication of uh, kind of what you'd like to hear next. Uh, the other thing is we're going to continue talking about marketing tactics, marketing strategies, um, how we apply those strategies, what's working for me, what isn't, um, what are some mindset issues that I have gone through, what I'm currently going through, because you know what? I've got my good days and bad days, just like everybody else, and I want to share that with you because I am human too. Um, I don't have all the answers, but I definitely am trying every day my best to figure out what works for us. So uh, I'm going to be sharing my insights with you along the way, and I just want to know what's working for you, what's not. 
really the biggest compliment to me is go implement something that I'm talking about. Go, go make it work for you and then just let me know. Let me know how it worked. Let me know how it worked because uh, that's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this for free because I want to give you the resources that I didn't have when I started. I want to save you immense amounts of time. I want to save you the headaches. Um, I want to make this easy on you. And I think that you and I together, I, I think we can revolutionize the tourism industry. I think that we can, we can put together amazing experiences for our guests that actually will change lives. I've seen that at our resort. Um, I've seen how our guest experiences from a back-end marketing perspective has literally changed lives. And I want to share with you guys how we're doing that. And, uh, and I want you to help me do that together. So, uh, let's do this. Let's do this thing. Um, I know what I'm sharing with you is working for us. I know it's worked for a lot of other businesses. I've, I've worked with, um, with thousands of businesses now. Um, specifically I've probably worked with, uh, I've worked with thousands in workshops and probably well over 300 just face to face, um, usually in a year long contract. And I know this stuff works if you implement it. So go put it together. Let me know how it goes. And, uh, and let's, let's change the world together. Cause that'd be awesome. I think it'd be awesome. Let's do it. All right. I'll see you guys later. Um, hope you have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode of tourism marketing mastery.